Hey folks, before we get started, it's me, Jeremy, and I wanted to let you know that we are still collecting FileMaker origin stories. We've interviewed over 60 people from all experiences levels, but yours is needed as well. Please drop a note wherever you can, find me, or email me at info at geistinteractive.com. We'll find a time to talk and share your story. And now, episode 5 of FileMaker Origin Stories. There are thousands of FileMaker developers using the Claris FileMaker platform every day. That means there are thousands of origin stories. While the origin stories have similar paths, each one brings a unique spin on the journey, from answering a help-wanted ad to choosing to study it. Each story is worth sharing. In this episode, we feature not three, not four, but five FileMaker developers whose stories are quite different. You'll hear my separate conversations with... My name is Maka Inkarnasau. Um, hi, uh, my name is Anastasia Dosiap. I am Alicia McGuire. Hey, my name is Martha Zink. Hi, I'm Sarah Severson. These women all work together at Salient Consulting. They were interested in talking with us together, so you'll hear our complete discussion with experienced and newer developers in the Claris FileMaker platform. Let's get started. Let's, uh, okay, so Maka, why don't you start by telling your origin story for us? Okay, yeah, so my, um, I guess my story kind of started at, um, in college. My undergrad, I was a cognitive science major, and I had to take some, some programming classes for my major, and I just fell in love. So I took C++, and I'm like, this is so cool, I can build stuff easily. And so after I graduated, I found a uh, Craigslist ad in the Bay Area for a recent grad um, software developer. And so I was hired on to Slant Consulting. I didn't even know what FileMaker was when I joined Slant. And from Craigslist? I didn't know we got you from Craigslist. <laughs> yeah, from <laughs> Craigslist. Awesome. Yeah, so I... Um, and, and you know what's funny too is I think that it, the ad even said specifically like we don't want... Uh, computer science majors, you know, some, just somebody with enough uh, software experience to kind of know what's going on. But I think they didn't want somebody like very dogmatic in their ways because they wanted someone to train. So, um, so yeah, that's, and that's how I joined Slyon. And it's been, oh my gosh, I think, I think it'll be 12 years in July, something like that. So nice. um, still, still around. Very All happy right. there. Uh, thank you. Um, Martha, why don't you start it? Uh, tell us your origin story. Sure. Uh, the year was 2004. It was a dramatic year. Uh, <laughs> I was a, I was in uh, in college at UVA. Um, I was a religious studies and anthropology major, um, and didn't really know what I was going to do. And I got a paper pushing job, and so I was working for a patent lawyer. I was helping out as a um, as a temp for some of the paralegals' work while she was on maternity leave. Didn't think much of it. And when I was almost done, he said, "Hey." I think you could help my help me make my FileMaker system better. And I had no idea what any of those words meant. And it didn't make any sense to me why anybody would build their own software. But he totally trained me from the ground up. He, he invested in me and, and we spent a lot of time just brainstorming and talking through what it was that he needed and how I was going to even get it there and get it done. Um, and he, he very much taught me the, the rule of, you know, the software doesn't matter. It's not about that. It's how we're going to solve the problem and what the problem even is. Um, so I learned a lot of my, just my problem solving skills through that time. He was very, very patient with me for sure. So I worked for him throughout college. And then I ended up uh, becoming 
uh, self-employed and being a consultant um, for his advice. Uh, he was my first official client. And then little by little, I, I moved away from um, from being self-employed and decided to uh, to be a contractor. And then I eventually joined a company full time. And I joined Saliant about uh, t- almost 10 years ago. Um, so so it's been a good it's been a good path for sure. Unexpected. I had no idea <laughs> where I was going to go, but it worked out well. That's awesome. Are you, are um, you still in contact with your, uh, your I am. what do you call well, yeah, it? Yeah, we talk uh, we talk. Every year, at least, if not more, uh, and we still have a great relationship. And I, I try to thank him as often as I can because I don't know what I would be doing otherwise. And I, and I love what I do. So, uh, so yeah. Unlike you, Maka, actually, I took a C sharp class my first mm-hmm. year in college, and it was mm-hmm. awful. Yeah. And I said I would never ever do this. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I think a part of it was an instructor thing, right? It just wasn't a really yes. great. Uh, yes. it, it just didn't, yeah, there wasn't the passion wasn't there. So I didn't really understand yeah. the whole hello world or why that was exciting. Right. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I took C++ and the instructor was amazing. And I took a Java, not JavaScript, Jeremy, Java. And the <laughs> instructor sucked. And I was like, this is horrible. And I just had a really hard time learning, learning about it. Or yeah, like, or getting excited about it because the instructor wasn't good. So that totally does make a difference. Absolutely. Very nice. All right. Uh, let's see. Who did I say was next? Alicia or Anne? I think it was me, Anastasia. Oh, okay. Anastasia, go. Yeah, sure. Um, okay. So a little background. Um, I uh, I moved from Ukraine to the U.S. a little over five years ago after, I think, one year of living in the U.S. So I, I moved directly to the Bay Area and all of these, like, you know, tech environment and uh companies kind of <laughs> didn't leave me any choice than go into the software. So um, I decided to uh, to learn some um, programming. So I started taking classes in programming in this, um, it's called like 42 universities, like very unconventional um, free software training classes. After some time of being there, uh, I heard about um, FileMaker Internship, which was a new thing and it was exclusive uh, for our 42 school. At some point, I decided that it was time for me to move on from being a student to and try to apply for internships. And I didn't know about like what FileMaker was. And I think at some point I thought it was uh, developing FileMaker platform, not like working with FileMaker. But anyway, I went for the uh, for the interview and it was like 15 minute interview, like just tell us about yourself kind of interview. And I got in and I'm like, okay, that's, that's great. I did project with my uh, peers and uh, I ended up doing a six month internship um, at Solime Consulting. And then they offered me a full-time position. So here I am. That's Wonderful. it. <laughs> yep. And she's amazing. I'll just say exactly. that right <laughs> now. <laughs> that verbatim. Like, because you're amazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> you're so nice, ladies. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. Uh, Alicia, tell us your story. Okay. Um, so my I actually started my career as an engineer. I was born and raised in Louisiana, went to school there. Um, and got a job in Houston at a chemical plant as a production engineer. And um, in doing that, kind of like with FileMaker, we learned that the, you know, the community, the engineering community is pretty small and everybody learns who everybody is. And through some other people in the industry, um, I actually met Martha. We became really good friends and we all hung out a lot. And she always talked about FileMaker. That's where the, the first time I've ever heard of FileMaker was from Martha. 
And we all used, all of the engineers use Excel for our work. And she always preached that FileMaker was better and we should learn it. And to me, it was just something I would never understand because it was too late kind of thing. Well, then fast forward a few years later, I was unhappy as an engineer, didn't know what to do. So I actually quit my job and uh, did some traveling with my boyfriend. And I wanted to start a blog because it was kind of like what people were doing at the time. And I was traveling and doing all these new things. And I was in the middle of moving across the country. And so I started learning WordPress and that got me into learning HTML and CSS. And so I kind of started into the world of uh, web development and design. And I really liked it. But at the same time, I was completely alone and trying to keep up with the times and what people were doing. And of course, Martha and I are still friends at the time. And I felt stuck. And I'm talking to her. And she's like, you really should learn FileMaker. You really, I think you would be good at it. And uh, so I poked around a little bit realized like this is totally something I'd be into. But at the same time, I was like, can I really learn a new program at this point in life? And so um, she came to me a little while later. You make yourself like, sound like you're 80 years old. From the time I was like, you know, good at math, everyone pushed me. They're like, you're going to be an engineer and that's what you're going to do. And so it was like, mm-hmm. I totally went the opposite direction a little bit. And so for to me, it was like, well, I spent all my life being really good at this one thing. And now I'm going to switch gears. It was scary, right? But yeah. it felt good. It felt right. And I love create, you know, creating things, being creative, making people happy. So anyway, Slant came to me and well, Martha through Slant said, we're willing to put you through the internship program. Like same thing Anastasia did. And we'll see what happens. And after six months, they hired me. And that was almost two years ago. So I've been, yeah. FileMaker for probably three years and then with Saliant for almost two. Wonderful. I have a lot of questions for all of you so far, but we still haven't heard from Sarah. Sarah, tell us your story. Gosh, it's so unromantic, but I uh, went to University of Oregon and studied journalism and environmental studies and then got a job in marketing, which was totally unrelated and not what I anticipated, but I have always, gosh, since I was Maybe at like 16, I figured out that I don't really have a career goal, just a life goal of being happy. And hmm. I didn't actually want to do environmental PR because that seemed like you'd be banging your head against a wall for your whole life. Mm-hmm. So I studied that, but then I got a job just communicating with people because I can and they paid me for it and I liked the people. And then I stayed there for eight years because it was fine. And I had a, you know, a family of coworkers. And in the process at that marketing firm, learned FileMaker because they used it in-house. One of the owners was a self-taught developer. And so we had a homegrown client database. And um, when I became the head of one of the departments there, he said, well, you should learn how to do this so you can make your own change requests, basically. And I, uh, it took me years to see what a gift that was. But it was interesting work and a fun challenge. And it's just like a puzzle. And I really enjoyed being able to create solutions to problems that my department had. Honestly, why, why I say it's not very romantic is that it was kind of a mercenary decision to leave that company and get certified uh, as a as a FileMaker developer because I just wanted to earn more per hour. That Back to my original life goal of being happy, uh, I was starting a family and wanted to work less but earn more. And there was a cap to what I was going to earn as a marketing consultant. Through going to developer conferences, the marketing firm sent me to DevCons and I loved going. 
but I thought, gosh, all these people are just like making a living doing this stuff that is fun. And maybe I could do that. So it took me a few years to get the courage, but then I did. And um, I thought I had to go off on my own because I'm in the middle of, of nothing. There weren't any firms near me that would be hiring. And I accidentally met Bob Bowers in line for registration at DevCon mm-hmm. the year that I had my little business cards. I was going to launch my own business from uh, from a small business mm-hmm. loan from my parents. I, oh, screw this. I don't want to run my own business. <laughs> I would much rather work for Saliant because the, the business running operations were never interesting to me. And that was the same 12 years ago as Maka. We started around the same time. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. That's awesome. Lots of great different stories. Um, let's go back through the list here. Tell me what version you started in in your first your first touch of FileMaker. What was your Lord version, Jeremy? Take it us all. I'm I'm eight. <laughs> I'm version eight. Okay. I started in uh, my first project was to convert a solution from six to seven. So fun fact, uh, that was not an easy first project into FileMaker. <laughs> um, yeah, mine, my, it was 16. 16? Yeah, yep. mine was 16 too. Nice. Okay. I feel All like right. five, but I don't know. I, I didn't look at the version. It was just like, here's, here's our tracker. Here we go. Okay. But I remember when six happened, I think. So it must've been five. Okay. Wow, very nice. Um, all right, so let's go through these and let's just um, um, digest them a little bit. Monica, you didn't know anything about FileMaker. You got the job through Craigslist. Mm-hmm. What <laughs> was it? Was it tough getting into the into FileMaker at that time when you had no idea about it and you didn't like your computer science courses? Did any, was it tough getting wow. into the? I did. I just didn't like Java. I'd like C++. Um, for okay. the oh. <laughs> I loved it for the record. Okay. Um, yeah. So we, Sly did a thing. Uh, they called it just FileMaker Bootcamp. So it was kind of internally led. And um, we were we were doing trainings at the time. So I, I sat in on, on some training, um, uh, uh, some of the instructors that Slant were doing. Yeah, and then the biggest thing was getting certified. And it's funny because I, I listened to your last podcast about, you know, how you failed a couple of times before getting certified. And that was totally me too. Like I was basically told, you know, study FileMaker, take take these courses, do our boot camp, and then get certified. That's your next step, you know, uh-huh. and then we'll eventually put you on some work. And so I failed. I think it was the first three as well. Like the first three <laughs> took, took a while for me to actually pass the certification, but that's basically how I got the training. Anastasia, you, you, you said you went through the 42U mm-hmm. um, training. Okay. Yeah. So you had, you had, you, you hadn't seen FileMaker before that, right? No, no. Okay. So what was your first impressions of FileMaker as you entered that uh, training and, and worked with other people on, on learning it? Um, my first impression was that it was very simple um, comparing to um, whatever I was like going through some, build some algorithms that I don't know, calculate some whatever. And, uh, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so easy. My mom could do that and like stuff like that. And then um, when I started like working on the project with my uh, peers, I'm like, nothing works. I cannot, you know, make anything work in FileMaker. It's so easy that, you know, you cannot make it work. 
So I, I kind of realized real fast that it does require some learning curve to make things possible in Filemaker. Yeah, my first impression was like, Ron. <laughs> but um, yeah, but uh, I mean, sometimes, of course, at the beginning, it's like a lot of things seemed like weird and like unlogical. But like the other day, I was like struggling with something and I asked my husband, like, hey, take a look at this because I'm like struggling and he's a software engineer. And I'm like telling him and like showing layout with like stacked fields. You know, so you will conditionally show one field or another. And he's like, but why they're stacked? Like, why can't you make it like conditionally show, you know, like just one field and conditionally show different content? I'm like, what are you talking? Like, you know, it, it seemed weird to him. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this is normal. So it's been like two years or two and a half years for me working with FileMaker. And like, I'm so used to like, you know, FileMaker like uh, tricks and stuff that, I mean, nothing seems like weird to me anymore. And and when you ask like, what was your first impression? I'm like really trying hard to like remember what I was thinking at the beginning. Because now I'm like, okay, this is normal. I'm kind of used to FileMaker. I'm okay with what's going on and I can find workarounds. But yeah, at the beginning, I thought like, well, this doesn't make any sense. That's not logical. Why this is that and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, I'm kind of like, now I have a blurry vision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I work a lot in JavaScript now. And yeah, I miss some of the ease that JavaScript has. But um, I get that. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, how about you, Alicia? What was your first impressions of it as Ma- as Martha was trying to um, sell you on making this career change and joining FileMaker? Um, the very first impression I had actually goes back to whenever I was in Houston and we were all hanging out at the Zinc's house and, of course, playing board games. And I can't remember exactly what game we were playing, but it was one where you had to write down answers and you had to guess like who wrote what answer. And I think it was like we the soon game started of things. To- there it is. We started to recognize people's <laughs> handwriting. And so Martha, like, uh-huh. piped up. She's like, you know what? This is the perfect. I'm, I'm going to make a file maker solution for this so we can play it on our phones. And she goes in her <laughs> office and, you know, typing away on the computer. And then I don't know how long it was. It, it seems like it was way too short. But she, she comes back and she's like, okay, everybody, get your phones out. Go to this uh, website and enter in your information. And I was totally blown away. I was like, this is really freaking cool like this is awesome and so that was my first impression like I was I thought it was really neat and I always you know she always talked about how she loved her job and everything Um, but then when I got into the program I was a little overwhelmed but then I started to see similarities in just kind of the way code is written like when you're writing scripts or like designing layouts it it mimics a little bit of some of the website stuff that I had been doing and then once I really started learning and had some great mentors and you know people along the way showing me what to do. I just fell in love with like the possibilities and making things look pretty and taking something, you know, a, a pain point and making it easy and just to, to the client, it might seem impossible and then we can, you know, make it happen and they're totally blown away. So um, I've always had a, a good first impression from that game night. Um, yeah. So, and, and then it was, a, it was a little intimidation factor, but I made it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you did you study under the forty two U or you just went into science internship program? No, I actually my um, I went to college for chemical engineering and then I just went into the internship okay. program. 
okay. years later after that. Yeah. I, I didn't know. Actually, I, that's a good point. I don't know how the 42U works. Where is it college graduates that are wanting to switch careers or students that are just out of high school that want to choose FileMaker? Yeah. So 42 is, um, I think it opened uh, in 2016 in, um, in here in Bay Area. And it mm-hmm. was uh, originated in, in France and it's been very successful in France for like three years before they opened uh, uh, their branch here. And uh, the idea uh, was, and I mean, probably it's the same, they didn't change their message, that uh, for people who could not afford uh, college education or uh, like uh, you can just go and and study um, software engineering like for free and you can make a career out of that. So that was the idea, yeah. But I mean, I I did have... uh, I graduated from a university in Ukraine, but I, I needed like a jump start again here um, in the U.S. So I thought that was a good idea for me. Yeah, okay. it's very it's very rigorous, right? Like I, I think someone said if if you fail, you get kicked out, right? Um, or something like that. Well, I mean, because it's free, it's not like really scary, right. you know, to get kicked out or um, anything. But uh, it's 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 hard, and a lot of people just drop out by themselves because they feel like it's not for them so the idea mm-hmm. of the the 42 you you apply for it you do some online test kind of like a logical game you have to reach a certain a certain level while you play it and then you get into the uh, boot camp and that boot camp is like really intense and it's like one month long and i think more than a half uh of applicants just drop out during the boot camp because they don't mm-hmm. they feel like it's not for them but mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Yeah, so maybe that's why, but I don't think they really kick anyone out, you know. I mean, okay. maybe they do now, but yeah, usually maybe, it's just you drop it. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you just don't know because you never got kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> so line took me first. It's like hun- it's like Hunger Games, but you don't know that you're in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about you, Martha? What was your uh, your first impression um, way back when? I didn't know. I didn't get it. it. It took a little bit for me to really understand what why people would use such a thing. You know, I knew that there was stuff out there that could work and was good enough that seemed good enough anyway. Uh, and so it was. Um, it took a lot of time from my my then boss and mentor to to really help me understand what it was even trying to solve. Um, he was a, a Mac shop all around, so it was nice because we were doing some integrations with um, Apple Script and things like that at the time. I, I never saw FileMaker as the only answer to something, but it was going to be a really good answer for a lot of things. And then you know you could use it along with other things to to make it really powerful. So that's that's what I what I got from it. Um, going from six to seven <laughs> made me realize that seven was really nice, but, and mm-hmm. six was not. Um, so that was a, a bit of a w- weird transition to, to to pick it up right then and there. Uh, but when people uh, talk about those those good old days of, of FileMaker six and and the rough change, I can totally understand where they're coming from. How about you, Sarah? What was your first thoughts about the the platform? I um you know I started as an in house developer, so I didn't really think of it as a platform until I started working in it uh, and going to DevCons. Uh, so I thought of it as our internal tool, and then I, it was kind of a you know in retrospect a really great introduction to it because it was bit by bit as needed. It wasn't any kind of crash course. It's like, hmm, we need to change this layout. Whoa, I can do that. Like, I really want to, you know, automate this process. Whoa, I can do that. So it was, gosh, I was learning it for seven years as an in-house developer so slowly. And so I 
my my first impressions were were just you know stacking on top of each other, learning it from from the perspective of an in-house developer. So I think uh, my my my. I, I, I'm interested in like your first, the first app and you, you all have described some of, of what you did, but describe the, the first app to us that you either built for a client or, in, you know, keeping it as general as possible or that you used um, that kind of got you hooked. I, 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 you know, I know uh, Maka, you learned FileMaker while you were at Flyant, you were playing around, but I'm sure there's something that like, was your first project that was really exciting to to develop? And so the very first app I built. Um, so okay, after I graduated from UCLA, moved back to the Bay Area, and I knew I had this interview with Alliance. And I and now that I'm thinking about it, I re- they must have said FileMaker in the Craigslist ad. So I I did download the trial, and I was kind of um, just to make money while I was looking for my quote unquote real job. I was working as a vet tech at a um, vet hospital. And so I was thinking, well, you know, all this, I was like asking questions uh, to the doctors like, ooh, the software that you're using, how, do you like that it does this? And how uh, you know, how do you feel about this feature? And would, would it be cool if I had another feature? And so what I was trying to do was replicate, you know, what they had uh, on FileMaker. And obviously I didn't know anything. I, I was like... I didn't know there was relationships or you could have more than one table. So I ended up building this kind of this app for like tracking pets at a vet hospital and some basic fields and a picture container and basic medical records. And, and yeah, and that's it. And so I brought that along to the, to my interview to kind of just show them what I, what I, you know, what I built while just playing with it. And I guess they liked it because they hired me <laughs> and I have not built a, a vet, a vet, uh, file maker app since. Did, did the vet actually use your app uh, or is, it was just no, your... I'm sure what they had was way better. <laughs> like it was, so, it was <laughs> literally like one dimensional cause it was just one, you know, I, if I could go back in time uh-huh. and build them something, it'd be way better now. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, no, they didn't end up using it. Did that pique your interest in file yeah. maker? I love I love like the drag and drop feature of it. I just loved how the the UI was so easy. You know how you had so much power uh-huh. with the UI, and I just thought that was really cool. The one thing I I will say, and I and I think it still scares people to this day. Um, the part that scared me the most was there's no like save button. Like there's no you know everything just automatically saves. And I even had a conversation with a client this week. And they were like, where do we hit save? And I'm like, you don't hit save. Like it just automatically saves. It's such a weird concept compared to a bunch of other software that's out there. But that was, okay. I remember being like super scared. Like I was really scared to close the file the first time I um, created it. I was like, what happens if I close this and it's just gone and, I, and all my work is done and is gone. So um, I remember being like petrified of that. And I'm like, well, I can't find out. I can't figure out anything else to do. So I just tried it and then opened it again. And thankfully it was still there. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, how about you, uh, Martha? What was your first app like? When I was working with the patent lawyer, I was helping him with the uh, the stuff for the paralegal. He, he emphasized that there was a lot of manual work and a lot of it was copying and pasting certain numbers and names and information on all these forms that had had to be submitted to submit a patent and, and really how painful it was. And so 
one of the first things I did when I when I started was work on automating forms. Some of it because they were documents, you know, legal documents. It's you know putting a PDF on the back of, background of a layout, but then seeing how easy it was to just put a bunch of fields on top, and now you've got all those things that I was copying and pasting. I don't have to copy uh, copy and paste anymore. So that was that was interesting. I think that was the start of me realizing how I didn't like inefficiency. Um, but the cool thing that we did that really got me interested was when it comes to patents, there's all these definitions and every, every word, everything matters. And so he challenged me to help him build a system that would go through a bunch of word documents and pull the, the whole definition section of the patent. And that way he could, he could have a library, just basically a dictionary of definitions that he could use for, for his, for his patents. And it was just the coolest thing to, to be doing something at the system level and then to be pulling data into FileMaker and using AppleScript to talk to it. And just the fact that it worked and it worked well and it was just crawling through and creating these records was super cool. Um, so I got my mix of, you know, scripting and, um, and AppleScript doing that. It was really fun. Nice. Okay. Anastasia, what was your first app um, like? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so the first app we, uh, me and uh, two other students built was, uh, so this was a during internship and we were giving like a list of uh, like three pages of description of like imaginary business um, and we had to build an app for them. And that business, I, I mean, I vaguely remember that. So they have like uh, different facilities and they can conduct events in different facilities and you have to keep track of events and uh, attendees and stuff like that. And I remember it was real struggle for us because we haven't heard about FileMaker before. We read about it like online for like a day or two and they were like, here you have this list of requirements and two weeks later you have to show us like an app that can do um, everything. And uh, yeah, I remember we uh, we learned about um, that you can uh, like perform, execute MySQL queries in FileMaker, and that was like real cool because we kind of understood how that worked. So yeah, but I mean, we I was worried that the app was like wasn't really good, but then uh, when we presented it to um, uh, Bob from Salai and Jillian and other people, and they were really impressed, and I'm like, okay, well that's good. <laughs> We kind of did something here, so that was uh, that was uh, cool to get a feedback from people um, in FileMaker world, and they gave us really good feedback. So I'm happy with myself there. <laughs> did, did did developing that kind of pique your interest, keep your interest? Did it make it more? You know, uh, I, I assume learning about FileMaker is fine, but I, how did developing increase your interest in the platform? I mean, the fact that we were able to build an application that was ready to use in web uh, and on yeah. mo like mobile, of course, you had to adjust layouts, but but still, I mean, it just took two weeks to, to build everything. Mm -hmm. That was amazing because you had UI, you had uh, backend logic and everything. And I was like, my mind was like blown away. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is so quick, you know, comparing yep. to, you know, like, uh, regular software when you have like a team of a bunch of people and they develop stuff for like months and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, that was, that was amazing. Wonderful. Uh, let's see here. Alicia, what was your first app like? So it was a, just a simple invoicing app because prior to, you know, getting into the internship, I was doing some freelance work. And so I kind of developed this app for invoicing and time tracking um, against different projects and clients and sending out invoices. So that was like my first, the first app I really developed on my own. And then another cool one, and this sounds kind of silly, but um, we were at Pause on Air 
a few years ago in New Orleans. Um, and this was just at the beginning of my internship, I think. And we were in the elevator and Bob had asked me or challenged me. He said, I want you to build tic-tac-toe in FileMaker. And then kind of like walked out of the elevator and I was just like, uh, what? <laughs> and so I was like, okay. And so I thought about it for a while because I wasn't exactly sure how to do it. And then finally just kind of worked my way through it. And as simple as it sounds, like it was a challenge for me at the time. And it was kind of cool to work through it all. And then a little while later, Martha and I were, we were, you know, going over this tic-tac-toe thing. And of course she's like, well, let's, let's see if we can do it a different way. And so it was cool to watch something that I had, you know, kind of done on my own and then a completely different way of doing it and getting kind of the same results, which shows like the versatility of FileMaker in itself. Um, but that was a fun little kind of one-off project slash challenge that I really liked. Nice. That was one of those fun times where we, we said, let's do lunch, lunch and a beer and just see <laughs> if we can make it more efficient. And we, we totally just, I mean, it broke. It was, it was great. It was everything you expect out of development, right? We were so excited when something worked and then we'd be sad when it, <laughs> we missed a thing. Um, but it was awesome. It was, it was a lot of fun to work on that. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, so beers are a normal part of development. They well, should be. I mean, <laughs> necessary, okay. but, but optional for sure. Uh, how about you, Sarah? What was your first app, the in-house development uh, one that you were using and developing on? Yeah, that um, the base of it I inherited, but I got to build something fun on it, uh, which is the first thing I think of when you ask that question. So. It was, we were a marketing firm and we would do marketing consulting with similar practices, but around the country. So we're helping people in different geographies do the same kind of thing. So the, the process was pretty formulaic and predictable, which is great because marketing usually isn't. But as a consultant, we would regularly look at the results of a marketing effort and a few different inputs. You know, what types of ads did they run and what was the quantity and what's their population and did they do these days or whatever, some, some uh, elements that went into that. And then write up recommendations based on their results. Like, well, you got this result, but you also did this thing. So next time do this tweak. And that process is pretty labor intensive and there's a lot to train on, but really it's just one formula when you get down to it. Um, so because I had been there for long enough to know how to make that recommendation, I could kind of map out like in a I don't, we didn't have Gliffy, but like mentally map out what's, what's the diagram for how to make this recommendation? What inputs do I look at and how do they influence these recommendations? Uh, so I got to just script it all. So rather than taking, you know, half a day per write-up, um, you could press a button and the system would say, chicka, 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 here's your recommendation. And uh, you could, you know, of course, adjust it because real life is, you know, it has variance, but, uh, but that saved a ton of time. And it was just really exciting to do because it, it felt kind of like a superpower. Nice. Sarah, you wow. reminded me that I had an internship um, when I was in college and I, I knew FileMaker well enough by then. And we had to do a whole ad campaign um, for this marketing firm. And uh, I, they gave us this spreadsheet with like 10 tabs. And I'm like, this is dumb. And I imported it into <laughs> FileMaker. And everyone's <laughs> like, what? I don't know what this is or what you're doing. And it was so nice and so exciting to be able to show them that I could, they could just tell me what they were looking for and I could find that demographic. 
and get that information. And it was, uh, I felt really proud and excited to be able to do that. Uh, yeah. Who knew it was going to be the life skill that I chose after all. <laughs> it's like the most useful superpower. You know, you don't, you don't think of that when people ask you, what superpower would you have if you could pick a superpower? But it's like the most applicable superpower. <laughs> like, honestly, how often do you need to be invisible? versus how often you really need a good database. Very, that's awesome. That's awesome. It's it's great to hear these stories. You all have different ones. You all ended up in the same place and uh, you've got, you know, you've got a lot of good history behind what you're doing. Would anybody like, um, Alicia, you said you uh, were an engineer. You didn't like that job, so you quit. But um, do you see yourself going back or you see yourself staying with, uh, with FileMaker? Nope, I... I hope I can stay here forever because I'm totally happy. Like when I was an engineer, I, I kind of settled for a little while and I was like, well, this isn't my dream job, but mm-hmm. it's pretty cool, I guess. And then now that I'm here, I'm like, no, this is totally my dream job. I hope I can stay here forever. So no, I don't, I don't envision going back. How about you, Anastasia? You, you've been here a couple of years only in FileMaker. Uh, is that true for you? Yeah, at this point, I'm happy. Um, and I'm more happy with the, my co-workers, you know, and the, I don't know, the whole environment I work in, uh, which is, uh, I think, equally important to me as, as well as the uh, technology I'm working with. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm happy at this moment here. <laughs> Maka, did you, did yeah, you want to kind of echo something? what Alicia said? Like I consider myself a lifer, you know, in FileMaker or in at Alliance because I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, it's kind of weird for me because it's my first job. Like it's my first real job. Yeah. So I don't like, I don't have that much experience other um, outside and other jobs, but like, I can't imagine being happier. Like I can't imagine enjoying yeah. my my work more than I do um, right now. So, um, so yeah, definitely would consider myself a lifer as well. Martha, Sarah, I think I know your answers, but. <laughs> <laughs> Martha, you want to go first? Sure. Yeah. I think it's hard to imagine any other, any other job role. And I think it's because the job role is so variable all the time. So, you know, it's a lot of consulting and a lot of talking and a lot of sharing ideas and opinions. And so I think that's what makes it exciting is it doesn't feel like the same thing every day. It doesn't feel like I love the people I work with. Um, I love that I've, I get to work with friends and, um, you know, I get to do things outside of Saline too. I get to do things like pause on air. Uh, so it's just a really cool community and a, a great group of people and that I need. Yeah, and somebody said earlier, was it Alicia said, you know, it's a creative, it's a creative outlet as well. Like it's not just programming, mm-hmm. you know, it's your creative. Exactly. And it, that like adds kind of like, a, like artistic you know, interpretations of things. And um, that makes it so much fun. And it's, it's awesome. What's the word? Um, Instant gratification. Who needs it? Instant gratification. (laughs) Like myself. So I love that, you know, you can just build something so fast. Sarah, you're going to go back to uh, environmental journalism. Well, you know, it's a booming market right now. Really? (laughs) I could bump my head against a bunch of walls for the rest of my life. Um, No, I will recycle. And then I will make databases. <laughs> That's how I'm applying my environmental studies major. Um, uh, no, I, I, like Martha, I love, especially coming from a place where we're helping people implement a similar marketing program. It's so different every time. And it, I, I love seeing how um, different businesses and industries work and the privilege of being brought into the inner workings of someone's business. I just, 
I couldn't be happier about that to really delve in and understand like, wow, that's how, that's how rice grows. I didn't know how rice grows until we worked with a rice grower and the cool machinery and the, my apple growers and sorters and washers and cherries. What about cherries? cherries. I know. I know. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole other ball of wax. Um, so it's never uninteresting. It's, mm-hmm. it's, there's always going to be some new group that is going to have a fresh challenge and, uh, and, and some new technology. You know, there's always a new version of FileMaker that's going to have um, new stuff to learn. So um, that's, that's kind of my main requirement is just to be interested and, uh, and to be happy with who we're working with. And gosh, I couldn't have better coworkers ever. I mean, probably once a week, I'm like, oh man, these people are great. There's one thing or another will come up and I'm like, God dang, I work here. <laughs> these are my coworkers. That's awesome. I think, I think um, you're onto something with the idea of uh, people letting us into their businesses because I don't have to be an expert in their business. I just have to ask a lot of questions and I get to just be naive and interested and bring whatever experience I have to the table, but just being able to, to see in, in other people's lives and how you can make it better and hopefully make it more efficient is really exciting. And how mm-hmm. like gratifying is it when it's like a business, they have been doing this thing for so long, a certain way, and you come in, you change things up a little and like you change the world, you know, and now their lives are so much easier and it didn't even really take you that much work, you know? So that right. like that right there is like such a such a rewarding experience to have with our clients. There's a project we just wrapped where there was one woman at a company who was in charge of figuring out and managing all of the royalties this publishing company paid to every author and contributor and translator and for all of these books they published. And she was going to have a mental breakdown. Like it was it was rough. So in the process of building that, I got to know her and um, and then it was even more gratifying to be like, hey, look, your job just got way easier. <laughs> you don't have to do all of this manually yeah. in your head. Um, and it's, it was really rewarding to just, you know, watch her take a vacation for the first time in forever. And I had a client tell me, I'm pretty sure there was alcohol involved in this, though, but um, it was a project that Anastasia and my and myself worked on. And she said that she went to a retirement party and uh, she actually left the company, but she but she went to the retirement party for somebody in her former company, and she was talking with the person who replaced her, and they were talking about this app that we built. Anastasia did an amazing job in this app and just made it mobile friendly. And um, she said that they were hugging and crying <laughs> because they were so <laughs> like how much easier their lives were, and like they could not believe what we were able to do to make this. So their lives were so much easier on the phone. So um, I, oh I know, gosh, isn't best. that amazing? And it's just like, yeah. And it was just like, wow, that's, I think that's cool that she told me too. Cause I, I, yeah. yeah, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's so easy and fun and you get to make people's life easier. So that's rewarding too. Yes. All right. So we're going to do a rapid fire on this um, last two questions and then we'll be done. Um, what, just name a couple things from your former life that is helping you in your FileMaker career now. Rapid fire, like Maka. anybody, anytime. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> we'll go in order. <laughs> Maka. Maka. My former life, uh, that made it easier. Yeah. That, that's made, that's, that, that you've brought that, that, you know, makes this job easier that, or that helped you out in your FileMaker career. Ah, uh, gosh, I guess for me, it would be 
Um, well, I, I mean, I kind of consider myself like a late bloomer. Like in high school, I wasn't very social or whatever, but I really, in college, I just became more social. And I think that has helped me in my career, just um, DevCon networking and with my clients, like I really form a really close relationship with my clients. All right. Martha, how about you? I liked the... The, the arts and sciences classes that I did because it was uh, a lot of question asking and being argumentative. And so I get to ask a lot of questions and be argumentative and do the consulting thing. So, uh, so that's probably what I would throw out there. Very nice. Anastasia. Yeah, that's, that's obvi obvious, I guess, um, that I started software engineering before um, knowing about Palmaker. That's, uh, that's made my life very easy or much easier than for other people in, in financial world. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Alicia? Uh, probably just overall problem solving. I think when you're in school for engineering, they teach you to solve problems, really hard ones. And so you kind of just learn to work through things and ask the right questions most of the time. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's what it is. And Sarah? The clarity of communication from the journalism school um, is always helpful with clients and, and uh, within the company. Do you think having kids is, makes makes it easy to work in oh, FileMaker with clients? You um, know, I, bet, I think it does. It, it it gives you practice in distilling complicated ideas down to whatever age that is, right? Yeah. So you could, um, both in getting to the essence of a problem with a client when they might get kind of bogged down in the details and mm -hmm. in communicating out what a solution could look like. It's very, very much like, all right, let's take all the information you know and put it into two sentences. Nice. Um, all right, last question here and we'll go quick. <laughs> um, or as long as you want. I mean, this is, you know, we're a little bit past the time. So if anybody um, needs to go, we can hurry up. But what is one thing you're learning, you're working on right now that's like just engaging your interest 100%, like refreshed your love for the FileMaker, that kind of stuff? Uh, my life recently. <laughs> um, so I actually had a meeting with a client on Wednesday at 5 p.m. She said, uh, she, and they work for um, the health, health departments of this company. So you can imagine they're very busy right now. So she said, we need an app to track um, to, to, to when we go, we want to open up the buildings back up. We need an app to track, you know, is it safe for, the, for everyone to go back? And so she told me this Wednesday at 5 p.m. And she said they're going to start these inspections Monday. <laughs> and I was like, okay, um, well, I will build you something, you know, by Sunday. Like, I promise I can get you something done by Sunday. But uh, um, I really didn't want to be a bottleneck. So what I did was, like, basically I spent about seven hours after that call and had something ready for them the next day by noon. And they were, you know, really happy they're using it now. Like they start, they started using it this week. So I think the biggest thing, you know, uh, um, with all this like COVID-19 and all these kind of emergencies, just the, the, the rapid application of FileMaker is just amazing. And so I think that for me was just like, you know, case in point, you can build something that can be used in production over uh, tons of buildings you know, within seven hours. So that would be my, my. Well, and Maka, like you're running point on connecting all kinds of developers with all kinds of people in, in need of, you know, COVID related solutions, right? Like that's a huge chunk of your work yeah, right now. Yeah. Yeah. So but yeah. Just, um, Jeremy, yeah. 
knows about this because I was on the podcast about it. Yeah, for the the Claris COVID nineteen response team and doing um, with Join Table, all my work with Join Table, and how we are yeah exactly doing that. All these emergency COVID needs whenever things have to be fast, you know, Fomaker is such a perfect tool for that. Just building stuff right away that can be used literally, um, you know, within hours. That's exciting to you. That's awesome. And and coordinating the COVID-19 response. That's yeah. great. Uh, Martha, what's, what's exciting in your world right now with in FileMaker? I've been working with an orthopedic surgeon uh, and to help his practice. And so it's both helping with the clinic side and with the billing side, uh, because none of that is straightforward. There's a lot of complexity there. And so uh, the, the client has a a high demand for efficiency and for for something that looks professional and works well, and so it's a it's a challenge to keep up in a good way, right? I want to make sure that things are super user friendly, and I need things to be efficient and fast. And but he's great because he partners in in answering these questions with me. So really, it's a a game to try to figure out what's the best way and talk through it. And so we do a lot of talking just to come up with ideas and 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 put our heads together to build something that that people are going to want to use and that people are excited to use. And that, that makes, you know, all the extra stuff around being a doctor a little bit easier. So that's been, that's been really fun. Anastasia. Yeah. So um, lately I've been working on projects uh, where we build things from scratch um, instead of working on a big projects where you sort of have to support um, existing functionality. And I've been really enjoying like creating layouts and building scripts and, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like what people do every day in FileMaker, but it's just comparing to my previous um, projects. I mean, it's been great <laughs> building stuff instead of supporting. Yeah. Well, I think Anastasia also has a really good like visual eye. And so um, I think it's nice for her to be able to build something from scratch because then she can make it look exactly like pixel perfect like she likes. Opposed to when you min- when you're maintaining an app, you kind of you're not really getting paid to give it a facelift unless you are, and then um, you have to kind of maintain that look and feel, or else it would be weird. So uh, yeah, it's the appeal <laughs> of building something from scratch. Very nice. Yeah, Alicia. Oh, did you want to add something more, Anastasia? No, I just I just wanted to say that it's very nice working with Maka. <laughs> She's always complimenting you. <laughs> you can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I concur. Uh, Alicia, how about you? Recently, I did I did a project uh, where we did an integration with Google uh, Forms and Google um, Sheets, and so that was really cool to be able to use the FileMaker Data API. I didn't have much experience with that before, and then I have another project where we're going to do the same thing with Google. Uh, maps and address verification. Um, so just being able to see that side of it, because that's, I mean, the possibilities are seemingly endless when you kind of get into that that part of FileMaker. So that was, it's been really cool to learn that. Alicia, I know you've 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 had engineering experience and no no software development experience, right? Um, is that right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I had one you, class in college yeah. that was, it was, I wouldn't even call it software development. It was very, it was a, it was a MATLAB class. Um, and I, I vaguely yeah. remember it, but it, there was some coding, but no, no, no real software experience. 
so I, it, what I was going to say is I, it's cool that within only three or so years of your of you learning FileMaker, you're already using the FileMaker data API. You're already, you know, integrating with Google. And I know that from my perspective, that's, that's very awesome that um, people are doing that sooner in their development career rather than later. You know, I was eight or so years into my FileMaker development before I got into JavaScript. I haven't even really touched the data API yet. And it's just, you know, it's just because I've been focused on other things, but mm -hmm. it's cool to hear that people coming to FileMaker nowadays are getting into the, the, the headier stuff, the, uh, the, um, I don't know, the more unlimited stuff, <laughs> the stuff that makes FileMaker unlimited sooner in their careers. Mm -hmm. So that's and cool. I, Obviously yeah. you're doing it for a project, but <laughs> it's good to hear that. Right. Yeah, Jeremy, to your point, I think people are uh, people crave it now, right? That, that kind of integration is such a yeah. FileMaker is part of this larger ecosystem. So, yeah. so it, it's not exclusive anymore. It doesn't feel like it has to be. So, Alicia and I just worked with our web team on a project um, where the clients uh, they're responsible for creating recipes for uh, casinos and restaurants and bars, and so uh, we helped build a, a web portal for their clients. So it was it was cool to see how all of that came together. Um, yeah. Everyone can access it. Sarah, how about you? What are you uh, working on that's exciting? Uh, I got to make something internal that was fun because had, I had the freedom to screw around a little bit and do some internal training while I was doing it. Um, there's a uh, project manager on our staff who has a client who's running about six projects simultaneously with different mm -hmm. budgets, but using the same resources from Salient. And so she wanted a way to show this client visually, like, here's all the work that we have pending with you across these six projects. Here's all the work that we're ready to work because we have the requirements from you. And here's all the work that we're waiting on you for. Mm -hmm. And here's our staff's availability. And it was just a lot of, it's a lot of data for her to pull together and um, a lot of data to try to put into something meaningful that the client's really going to care about, you know, and internalize in the way that we want them to. So I got to, um, suck data out of our Jira system and play with Carafe um, mm -hmm. and make a stacked bar chart. I just love charts. Mm -hmm. And I got to play with them and um, do some fun scripting and JSON stuff to pull data in the right formation for a stacked bar chart, which it turns out is kind of a an irritant. But um, but I got there and it was a fun problem to solve. That's awesome. It's, it's good to hear. I, I, I love hearing that. So... Well, um, all of you ladies, thank you for joining me today. This is pretty awesome to uh, talk with all five of you, Maka and Anastasia and Alicia and Marka, Martha and Sarah. It's it's good to, re to talk with you since I won't see you this year at uh, I know, I'm bummed about that. conferences. Yeah. But, um, but thank you for sharing your FileMaker origin stories. I like hearing the different perspectives and Alicia and Anastasia, thank you for coming on and, and joining us and talking about it. Because you you have a great story because it sounds like to me, unlike the other three, you really chose this more than you stumbled into it. I've always thought people stumble, you know, 10 years ago, they stumble into it. They see it on their Mac and they get pushed into a job that, that has this. But you two especially chose this platform by either joining the internship or joining the 42U and, and making a career out of it. So I'm, I'm very happy to hear your stories. So thank you very much. Thanks, Jeremy. Cool. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Jeremy. 
Maka, Martha, Anastasia, Alicia, and Sarah all came to the platform in different ways, but they ended up in the same platform and indeed at the same Claris partner shop. Maka answered a Craigslist ad out of the blue after disliking some of her computer science courses, took that job, and has been there ever since. Martha, with her religious studies and anthropology background, searched around for what to do. A part-time job in college led her to solving problems with the FileMaker application. Anastasia came from Ukraine to the Bay Area. Surrounded by the entire tech world, she felt driven to study tech and she chose 42U to study and eventually chose FileMaker to study specifically. Alicia trained to be a production engineer, but she found the work unfulfilling. Alicia's friend Martha kept talking about FileMaker and eventually introduced her to the Claris platform. And Sarah's training of environmental PR helped her to learn to talk to folks and to understand client needs. She saw and used FileMaker there and discovered that developing in FileMaker is the way to work less and earn more. Their stories show some of the diverse ways people chose the Claris FileMaker platform. We appreciate their openness and their time. There's still room for more stories, so reach out at info at geistinteractive.com and offer to share your Claris FileMaker origin story. Stay tuned next week for more FileMaker origin stories. We'll feature three or four more developers that came to the platform in different ways and have surprising and interesting stories. Talk with you next week.